It's time for todaystocks.com with host Pat Ballin. Joining me now, Joseph Caraba. He's the president and CEO of Keras Resources. And Joe, uh, I read your CV, if you will. You've got a long history in the mining industry. Walk me through it a little bit. Well, thanks, Pat. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a geologist by training with an MBA. Um, I quickly moved out of geology as a young guy and, and went into uh, operations and project management. I found uh, that much more exciting and fit my character and uh, personality much better. I've been blessed with a career to be able to work one around the world with major mining companies in a variety of different minerals from uh, coal to bauxite, uh, industrial minerals, gold, copper, a little bit of copper that goes with the gold and uh, diamonds out of the uh, out of the uh, uh, the Northwest Territories of Canada with diving diamonds. So I've had a very robust career. Uh, I was recruited to be the uh, chairman and CEO of of Cleveland Cliffs, a big iron ore and met coal producer uh, uh, headquartered out of Cleveland, Ohio. We had operations throughout the United States supplying the steel industry in Canada. And we expanded into Australia and into Brazil in South America as well to be a global supplier of those products along the way. I retired from there in 2014. I uh, was on a number of boards. I was on the Newmont Gold Board for nine years and chaired the Operations Sustainability and Safety Committee. Uh, just uh, retired from the Timken Steel Board that uh, had my expertise on the supply side, that is the iron ore going into the steel industry. And uh, just uh, tomorrow, I'll be retiring from the Acon Group, uh, as you know, out of Toronto, uh, a great construction company uh, that works throughout TransCanada and literally around the world as well. So I really stepped down from these boards, Pat. I wanted to uh, really focus on the, the junior mining world. I think I can add some expertise and some experience there. I think it's fascinating how these small startups, you know, have to start um, uh, at, from the very beginning and, and kind of claw their way through it that comes with some stress. There's no question about that. But I think there's some amazing upside given the pricing of commodity and the cycle that we're in right now. Uh, and certainly with Terrace, I, I see that with the Kahia project. Okay. Then how did you get in touch with Terrace Resources and find out about the Kahia project? You know, the mine industry, as you know, is a pretty small group of people. It's at two or three degrees of separation and through a a friend in uh, in Canada he suggested I I meet Peter Legere, who was the CEO of uh, Terrace at the time. I met Peter down in Palm Springs and went down to the Kahia project, which is south of Palm Springs in Imperial County, which is a, a mining county in California. I know the two don't go together, but uh, there are projects, heat leaches that are working in Imperial County as well. I was very impressed with the project. I was impressed with Peter and the work that he had done. Uh, then I had met him six months later. Uh, I was on a road show in, uh, in Vancouver. We had dinner and uh, he suggested, why don't you take over as the CEO, which I, I did. I liked the project. Peter's still on the board and we work hand in hand every day uh, with that. He's a remarkable guy and, and the historian of the company as well. And we started to progress it from, from there, Pat. We, uh, the data was, was scattered. It had a 43101 that was old. It, it had aged. Uh, the project's been around since the, the, the mid-90s, as you know, uh, with all the majors looking at it. 
So we spent 10 months on a, on a desktop study with two uh, really formidable geologists and kind of put the whole story back together and refreshed it from the, you know, the property all the way through. And out of that desktop, we refreshed the, uh, the gold resource from 1.1 million ounces to 1.4 million ounces. And the silver, I think, went from about 11 million ounces to 13 or 14 million ounces of silver path that came with it, which isn't, if you will, a bad day's work for a desktop study. So we, we now have a complete database uh, that's up to date that if folks, uh, and we do have folks come in and look at this project as they always have, but at least we have all the data in one place to have those discussions with those folks and also to take our strategy forward for the next step if, if that's where we choose to go. Well, you talk about the majors that had taken a look at this, and that includes Homestake, Newmont, Kennecott were a few that I read about. And then the work that was done by the Torres uh, Martinez um, uh, Desert Kia um, uh, tribe, if you will. Right. That, but, but that was 30 years ago. Why has this right. project never been taken on? You know, the grade is low and, uh, and the ore body is complex. It's not a, a, an easy one, if you will, to, uh, to overcome. But at the same time, back in those days, you have to look at the price of gold and how it languished. You know, there was no incentive for financing. Uh, nobody was excited about gold. It wasn't until gold finally started getting out of the doldrums, you know, that nine to $1,100 an ounce range and silver started moving as well with it as a component that people started getting excited and getting back into the industry once again. And now that we're in this Seventeen to nineteen hundred dollar range on gold, as it seems to be, and silver continues to climb a little bit um, uh, every week into that twenty-five, twenty-seven dollar an ounce range. All of a sudden, people are coming back for another look. Uh, it's becoming a little more economical, a lot more economical, if you will, when they come back uh, to have a look. But we've also got the data in a place that uh, you know their geologists, when they come in. Their environmental, their financial people can come in and, and take a strong look at the uh, the data that we can now present to them. Okay, so now what are next steps for the project? So next steps is uh, for you know whatever's best for the shareholder. We will keep an open mind if folks want to come in and uh, uh, have a look at this project. That's fine. Uh, uh, how we structure it again will be what's most advantageous to our shareholder. But at the same time, you know you've always got to have another strategy. Uh, that goes in place, which we do. Uh, what's lacking, Pat, in this right now in our next step is we need to get some refreshed metallurgical data on the uh, on the property that we have. So we've got a plan for a few million dollars. We got to drill some shallow holes, twin them, uh, and then send them off to a reputable lab that we've chosen uh, and gets that refreshed metallurgical data. Once we have that, then you can put a preliminary economic assessment together on this project and we're off and running and folks can look at that if we need to go further financing to develop this project or if people want to look at it you know the valuation continues to creep up as we de-risk it joe we wish you continued success pat thank you very much and i appreciate it for all your listeners today uh hopefully this was helpful and and we're always available folks want to reach out for more information okay they shall i'm sure great Joseph Krava is the president and CEO of Terrace Resources. Thank you, Pat.